0: So we're gonna do things a little bit different today. Um, we are gonna incorporate movies, books, and pre-opinions. What you think it's about, and post-opinion. What do you think it's about?
1: Okay, my name is Jr.
0: And I'm Stacy.
1: And this is Sparrows Under Review. <laughs>
0: we are going to talk about twilight or the twilight saga kind of combined a little bit everything together this is something that i enjoyed when i was a little bit younger um (laughs) high school age and going up to me i would always i enjoyed the movies um i watched them many times I prefer the books, obviously. Um, Any person that does like to read will more than likely enjoy books over the movies. Because, you know, you can only fit so much in a movie. So, Jr., you have never seen the movies, right?
1: I have not been involved in any of this. But one thing I need to add in here, there's a reason that will make this make sense. In 2008, I would have been graduating from college... Okay. So, because the thing is, you know, I finished high school in '04. So 2008, when this would have came out, I was in a phase in life where I was an adult and this wouldn't have pertained to anything. This type of fantasy, um, it goes back to Underworld. I had an issue with Underworld and I always related this to Underworld and the lichens and the vampires there. So I was like, it's all the same. It's not Anne Rice. So I don't want to be involved with it
0: right and I graduated in 07 so I was around high school was for the books obviously but the movies I was graduated by the time they started coming out
1: okay so it was just one of those things where where there was so much pop culture star wars was really big it was at the the tail end of the series before the disney took over okay so and lord of the rings was big at this time it was so much that was going on because even avatar was probably around at this time um i just missed it because it was one of those deals where it seemed like a lot of books were getting turned into movies and and it's
0: it's kind of more of a a young adult type thing catered or centered more towards the females i guess you could say yeah and not saying that you didn't hang out with a lot of females but you probably didn't hang out with a lot of females that enjoyed twilight
1: yeah, I just, it was one of those things, I, like I said, it wasn't that anybody bashed or talked bad about it because I knew people that had a following for it. Right. But you may have followed Harry Potter, but you may not have followed Twilight. Okay. I never met to, there was no parallel between it. There was nothing that Twilight had going for it. And even to this day, that makes it go parallel with something. Harry Potter and Star Wars match up somewhere.
0: Okay, I, I understand that. Okay, so tell me your, your, Um, overview, I guess. Like, what do you think this is about?
1: Um, I figure it's about some kind of inner struggle between wolves and vampires. And then they probably throw in some humans and they have some type of weird interaction and probably fight each other, uh, said wolves and said vampires.
0: Now, we have talked before, so I've explained a little bit to you. You do know Team Edward is the vampires and Team Jacob is the werewolves.
1: Right. Right. Probably not by name, but the one thing I will say is that when, I think it was Breaking Dawn 1 and 2 were at the at the end, okay. there were a lot of commercials for it, and the, the physics of this, there was always these minor attack scenes when they were coming out on DVD, so it looked like they moved in slow-mo or right. stuff. Sl- you know, and, that, and that's one thing that I will say, that's the only thing I can recollect about this. It was like, it kind of had like a Matrix-type feel to it, and I was kind of like... I was drawn to it and then once again and I have to give this to USA Networks, USA Network used to at the holiday times do a very good deal with Harry Potter and Twilight running them in a parallel right. but when that was running at the same time TNT would be running Star Wars so I'm going to go to Star Wars before the other two right. so
0: I have a confession I guess um, my dad is big into vampires we both know that um, he enjoys vampire movies more of the what what do I want to call him? Like, who's the one that wrote the Dracula books?
1: Stoker wrote yeah, Dracula. Yeah, he likes
0: those type of vampires.
1: And then Anne Rice did the other stuff like Queen of the Dam and a lot more of the stuff this okay. one. But he,
0: he enjoys the... I don't want to say real because <laughs> that's, that's not even the case. Um, more realistic vampires, I guess. And the Twilight vampires are more fictional and it completely takes you to a different area like you got to pretend you have no um thoughts formed when it comes to thinking about vampires when you go in to watch this movie but i didn't want to watch the movie at first why because it was about vampires like what kind of freaking movie is going to be about vampires why am i going to enjoy that but my dad found it He's like, there's this new movie about vampires. I want to watch it. I'm like, okay. We didn't know anything about it. Didn't see any previews. Um, I don't know. I might have have been even searching for a movie that said had vampires in it and this popped up. But, me you and know, my dad sat there and watched it together. And he'll still watch these movies. Like, it's, it's not like he's going to go out of his way to watch them but if they're playing on TV and there's nothing else on, then he'll let it play. Does that make any sense?
1: Yeah, and, and I wanted to add this in here. I think what I what, what my initial thought about this whole Twilight series, yeah. it goes back to Underworld. I felt like it was a teenage version of Underworld okay. minus the violence. Okay. Because you know Underworld got some real violence right. in it.
0: Right, and you don't see a whole lot of violence in these movies.
1: Right, but the parallel with those two movies is the wolf and vampire, or like, and I'm sorry, underworld people. (laughs) The the wolf and vampire parallel is the only thing that draws them together. Right. And if you're somebody that's not centered around this, like you said, even about yourself, you kind of would probably draw a comparison from that and from what you see in previews. And I will say this, I have seen every trailer for all of these movies. Right. And they were very intriguing, but like I said, the Breaking Dawn part was the closest I ever got to watching. And I was going to skip the rest of it. Because <laughs> at some point in life, I was like, man, I'm going to watch that. And I remember the one thing, because, you know, the cinematic experience, every one of these movies, when they came out, it had that same fan maniac stuff going on, that Star Wars, Harry Potter. And right. people were getting upset. Like, I was in a, a, a mall in Charleston when one of these came out. And team this, team that, they were there. Mm-hmm and from you know where the mall is to where the movie theater is there was an express group that's a block in between that's a whole big old build one of the tallest buildings in charleston block set right and these people took over washington street the Capitol, all the way to lee street
0: right because like i i had no idea about it the movie at first like like i said i caught it when it was already playing on tv it had already been released and because like i wasn't falling for the fad. Like, this is just another popular set. I've got Harry Potter. Like, I'm going to stick with that one thing at a time. And then I, I watched it with my dad. So from that point on, I was always at the premieres of the movies. Um, I think my sister might have even went went with me <laughs> whenever <laughs> they would come back on. Um. I will say that there's a huge, again, there's a huge difference in the movies and the books. And I don't know why I didn't put it together. But each time that a new movie would come out, I would reread the book. And maybe it's because I'm older and I actually pay attention to it. But I'm kind of irritated about how much the movie differentiates from the books. And it's really annoying. So that's my plan with you. We're going to watch the series. And then I'm going to have you do your take of the movies. Because if, if you just watch the movies, they're good. Um, but then I'm going to have you listen or read the books. And then we're going to talk about what you think of, of the books. But then after you finish each book, we're going to watch the movie again.
1: Okay, for a parallel.
0: Right. Because, like I said, it wasn't until recently when we were this past weekend or something, when I finished that last book again, I started watching the movies. And maybe because it was so fresh in my head, instead of, you know, oh, let me read this book and wait for the movie to come out. It was, I'm going to read this book and then watch the movie. And you're going to be like, oh, my gosh.
1: Hey, I can, I can take that out. We can do that. And I can probably swing a book in between here. Another thing that I did want to add in, I had downloaded these movies in, oh, the movies come about however I get them. I had obtained these movies in 2021. And my goal was to actually start watching these. I was told that this is a dark uh, cinematic experience you need to do. Correct? Like the lights off, watching it. Yeah. Sort of like Harry Potter.
0: Yeah, because some parts do get kind of dark. um, But, I mean, if you don't, it's not as dark as the last Harry Potter movie. Like, you don't have to be in pitch black.
1: Okay. Well, I definitely do want to watch them, get them started. And um, I'm intrigued by it. And I I, I thought more about what happened to me in the process of the further movies. Divergent may not have came out at this time or sometime around that time. Uh Uh-huh. I want to say that it did. It was Divergent, Maze Runner. Maze Runner was probably a little bit after this, but between these three series, I chose Divergent. And I stuck with Divergent, because at the same time, I know that Hunger Games was <laughs> Hunger Games may have been later on, but you had all these books. Like I said, books being turned into movies. So it was... Yeah,
0: you're, you're way off by, by quite a few years.
1: Right, well, I'm just saying when it came time for me to, to decide to watch something different... <laughs> Out of my realm. So, I went with Divergent. I watched The Hunger Games. Right. And that's why, like, certain movies like those Percy Jackson movies, I've never seen them because I found these two series that I could watch.
0: Right. Now, see, if I'm mistaken, I'm sorry if I'm mistaken, but didn't they only do, like, two of the Percy Jackson movies?
1: Mm, that's uh, quite a bit. Okay. Well,
0: so, you, I might need you to find those for me because I only know of two of them and then they, like, completely disappeared.
1: Yeah, Percy Jackson. And I was going to watch, and I was like, uh, nah, because Divergent, Divergent was good in the end. Anyway, not to tie into all that other stuff. I just had other series, Maze Runner, and all that stuff were books that were right. being translated into movies, and that was a thing that was going on. Then just like how Marvel movies are, at, at one point they were making nothing but Marvel movies, superhero stuff. Books were getting made, and then it was something about a girl with a tattoo.
0: Okay, yeah. So while. Wow, um... We're going to put you guys on hold for a few minutes. You might not even notice because hopefully it'll link up together. Um, we might throw a commercial in here real fast. And we're going to go watch these movies and we'll be back.
1: All right. And, and uh, thank you guys for this thus far. Well, we watched the first episode of Twilight. Can you give us the proper name of this first episode movie?
0: I mean, it's Twilight. That's oh. the name of this movie
1: all right so 20 uh 2008 twilight we just got done watching this and it was interesting it was a different spin and when i say a different spin i'm saying it like this i already had preconceived notions of what i thought it would be and these preconceived notions were i thought that it wasn't gonna have a a baseline like a a decent storyline to it i only had one conflict but it had a decent storyline After it evolved, it was something that I will say from a a reviewer in a movie cinematographer guys uh, thing. Beautiful camera work. First off, want to give that out there. Shout out to them what they did with the freaking deer. (laughs) Let me say that it
0: was a good tie in there, wasn't it? Like you didn't know what was going on at first, but once you got into the movie, it's like, oh, okay, that makes sense.
1: Right. And then especially the the story behind the deer later, like you said, yeah. but what happened to the deer after the deer got to its certain point? Met
0: its maker. Yeah. 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 I mean, by this time, I think that everybody has probably read or watched the movie. So feel to, feel free to speak however you want. like Right. I mean, there's has been spoilers here, to it because everybody's right. already
1: watched it or you haven't watched it. Right. And you'll watch it after you listen to this. So the v gets a deer.
0: Deer yeah. gets
1: tore up. And I kind of conflicted because I didn't know why that happened. Right. I found out later why it happened. Right. Um, you get thrown into a story with this uh, young lady. I'm going to call her Bella. Um, she is a full Isabella name, but mm-hmm. uh, some issues with the mother. Mother meeting a, a baseball player, and we all know how minor league baseball players are. They're always traveling and things like that. So right. realistic portions in this movie get a get a five. Got gotta get a five out of five for me because it, it played very parallel. Um, we get a brief story of why she leaves to leaves Arizona mm-hmm. to go with her father in okay. Forks, Washington. Yes, and we get a small storyline on that. Uh, keeping inside this movie, is scenery you mm-hmm. have to pay attention to where they go, why they go. You right it out.
0: it's the it's the little things that I'm just like oh you got to pay attention to this right here because I, I know that this isn't necessarily one of your top movies and I know you wouldn't pick it pick it out of a hat to watch um, intentionally. So there were a few things where I'm just like, oh hey, pay attention to this. watch your surroundings. make sure you're paying attention attention to the people around them. Like it's, it's the small things and they're, they're good with that.
1: And I can agree with that. Um, so let's get into my grapes. Is that, is that fun? Um, overall experience. Overall experience. Um, it was different. It wasn't my normal cup of tea. Oh, right.
0: But, but would you say it's, it's good for what you know of it so far?
1: Um, I want to say it's a decent showing. Okay. It will make you, it's one of those type of movies that make you want to watch the next movie. Okay okay because it left on a cliffhanger right and that's one thing that that's always with me a compelling story with a cliffhanger i want to watch the next thing
0: so basically it is seven vampires that are vegetarians the way that you know that they're vegetarians is because their eyes are a goldish color okay when they're thirsty or hungry their eyes will turn black so um let's go into the the first meeting like the biology class when she sat down beside of him your your first comment was what's wrong with him
1: yeah cuz dude was acting a little weird right
0: and that's the that's the th- complaint i have about i have about the movies is not knowing from your perspective anything that's going on and why he acted like that i feel like it needed to give a little bit more dialogue um you'll find out later on in the other movies and stuff like that but when the fan was blowing her scent went in his direction so basically he's smelling her and her blood and all of that stuff that's running through her body right and he's very attracted to to it on top of wanting to drink her blood
1: okay so and and see that's the thing like that was my main gripe in the movie I understand that we got since you explained mm-hmm. that portion, right. but that portion even watching it was not. Exp- I did not get that until you right. even said it now. Right, that was my main grade because it was like a, it was a quick instant attraction mm-hmm. and it got real awkward. Right, because we're used to you know from from normal movies like normal um person-to-person interaction right, like oh
0: okay it explains why they like each other
1: yeah something that would explain mm-hmm. it nothing explained it and when it did that it just kept going it didn't worry about that it did this whirlwind romance so quick oh, right?
0: and it, it it was very quick it made you feel like this happened in a span of three days right maybe four but it w- it was very fast
1: yeah really fast and the supporting cast, I was really excited to see Anna Kendrick. I didn't know that this is where she got her start um, at. And, and I hate to say this about her. She plays the same character in everything she does. She's another, she's another Jason Statham and another um, uh, Jason Momoa. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I hate the way that some of these casts are portrayed. Because once you are able to sit down and listen to the book, you're going to understand my irritation. Like, I appreciate that they kept Mike and Jessica together. But what they did with Angela and... What was his name? Eric? That ain't that ain't supposed to happen.
1: Okay, so they just dramatization for a movie.
0: Right. Like, they completely cut out certain characters that were kind of, to me, important to the book. And I feel like the screenwriter for the movie didn't necessarily invest herself or put a lot of thought into the book and I'm very surprised that Stephanie Meyer allowed it to come through like that like like I said in the first part there's a huge difference between the movie and the book and a lot of it is a major difference like your explanation I know it's hard to portray um Bella's thoughts into a movie and hopefully this talk of a Twilight series is going to come true and maybe we'll get a little more details. That's what I'm excited about and kind of I think why this is coming up again.
1: Now, for me, as a person that watches movies mm-hmm. constantly, these, here were the, the, the lackluster elements for me. It seemed like character development was truly rushed in the area of the high school friends because we, we got the characters and, it you know, was smooth, but we're thrown right into prom. We don't have a, a fancy buildup and there's no, even though they don't like the McCullens, there's no buildup to Collins. say McCullens or Collins Cullen. There's no reason, like they don't give me enough explanation of why that they, the High schoolers. I understand the tribal people. They don't
0: dislike the Cullens. The Cullens are new students, kind of. They were, I might have been there for a year or two, um, or they started the year before. But they don't associate with anybody. They keep to themselves. And that's the big point um, that's kind of missed in this. It makes them look like outcasts because nobody likes them. But they're outcast because they don't want to have any incidents and kill some people.
1: Okay. Because it
0: kind of leads back to the other group of vampires, the three. You'll notice that their eyes were red.
1: Right, they was that's, on a hunt. That's
0: because they were drinking humans and not animals.
1: Them European ones was out there running muck in right. this movie. You're <laughs> right. They killed Santa. They killed the guy that portrayed Santa.
0: <laughs> Santa White. in his butt crack
1: yeah like they killed him and that was that's another thing like because you know I I go Mm -hmm. full round it there was no explanation on like their killings were random they were they are and they were so random that I wanted a storyline with them I don't know why maybe because I watch other stuff that that ties it in their killings were meaningless
0: and and that's the whole point of vampires the vampires that drink human blood they're just random whenever they're thirsty they're gonna grab somebody there's no rhyme and reason behind that group Now, once we get further into, what is it? I don't know if it's the second one or the third one. It'll kind of give you an explanation as to some vampires reasoning to why they choose certain people.
1: Right. And I listened to some of the dialogues. I believe that there may be, and this is just an assumption. I believe that there must be some type of order or type of council somewhere. Mm -hmm. There has to be a group of people because I noticed some comments from the one that passed away that was killed in this so the certain dialogue between him and his people, oh, okay. yeah. I, I caught something. And I was like, huh, there must be an order or because that's what we would call it, you know, like Jedi order. Okay, You know, there's got to be some type of council. Like
0: I can't answer these questions. Right, right, I'm right, not I, the yeah, yeah. I
1: don't right. even want to answer, but I'm just right. giving you my assumptions. Okay. So I figured that there is a divide. Like you said, when you explained to me the vegetarians and the mm-hmm. human ones. Yes. So since there was a divide, I was like, there's got to be a governing body, like just like in real life. So I, I was thinking to myself that, that something's going to go in depth at some point. And then I like the animosity that I got between the Native American people and the vampires. Uh, We were given a half story about wolves. We weren't given too much into detail. Right.
0: And this is the kind of um, a little thing that I let you know, because it's not really well known in the movies. You learn it from reading the books. Um, Jacob Black is a descendant of the Quillayu tribe. And... They have these stories, he calls them, and they, they're legends. So he was telling Bella the legend. He doesn't believe them at this point. He doesn't know. He's like, they're just stories, Bella, basically, or scary stories, I think is what he calls them in the book. So that kind of gives you a little bit more of, hey, what's going on with this type of thing.
1: Okay. And, and overall, I'll say this about the movie. The movie was very... It was complicated in the first 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. And as the story got on, it's either going to do two things for someone. And and this is where I come in good for you listeners. You're going to either be able to get past the little bit of flaws and enjoy it. Because I sat here and this is me actually watching something. I didn't touch my cell phone at all.
0: I am so proud of you. And And you stayed awake. You didn't fall asleep.
1: Well, I was laying in the position that keeps me awake. If I (laughs) lay back on my back, people, I'm telling you, I will be sleeping 30 seconds. Right. Um, So I gave it my full attention and I seen things in it, like I said, uh, just from a, a, a perspective of actually reviewing the movie, it was a very pretty movie because you got distinctive colors from who vampires were. It almost was so deep that you kind of, if you were living in the same, you'd be like, man, why is this dude so pale? He's a, he's a motherfucking vampire. Right. But,
0: but then you also get Bella and she's almost as white as they are. Yeah. Or pale. uh, Let's say it that way. She is almost as pale as they are.
1: Yeah. And that was interesting. And the way that the the doctor, the father, that's Mm -hmm. a doctor, the way that his character was very polite and moved through town he didn't make you want to arise any type of suspicion on what they're doing out there living right. in that rich uh, mansion that they have. Right. And
0: the, and that's the thing. They're all they all stay out of trouble. You can see things like Alice. Um, you learned that she has visions. Right. That was and exciting. She, she saw that Bella was going to become a vampire. And those are small things that you got to that you have to learn from the book if you have not read the book and you enjoy the movies i need you to go buy the copy go borrow one from the library call your friend or download the libby app and borrow from your library and listen to it on audiobook
1: right and as soon as i get me some Mm headphones i'll definitely uh, start listening um so the intriguing thing is is how this movie ended yeah this movie ended with a, a nice tight cliffhanger um, we were able to find the girl that's going to get revenge somewhere. Yep. I could tell. So
0: you're you're skipping a little bit for yourself. Um, there was a baseball game. Dude is a tracker. I don't know that it kind of explained that to you. Um, a tracker is basically you find someone that you want to, that you have to have, you have to kill. That you, It's a hunt, basically. And he wanted Bella because Edward was so protective of her. And their only option was to kill him right tear them apart and burn the pieces they say is the only way to care, kill a vampire within the twilight series
1: right it ain't no stake through the heart
0: right nope none of that stuff
1: and ain't no bronze stroker stuff going on in so this.
0: what'd you think about the sunshine part
1: i was really baffled because you gotta understand this is 37 plus years of thinking that vampires melt in the sun exactly
0: and that's I'm a, melting. Yeah. Like, nope, and nope.
1: I, I took that from the wizard of Oz, but yeah it's
0: full of glitter
1: yeah, he's like diamond, yeah. he's rhinestone in and out. Yeah. So overall, um, being and, as open as I am to mm-hmm. an older and wiser, I can say this. I'm glad that I see it now and the wealth that I can now. Right. At a younger age, I would have turned this movie off because... That one, that first 15 minutes of the movie, Mm -hmm. you're not getting explained a lot of things. And if you have no cardinal knowledge, it's just like watching certain other movies.
0: Right. And the part I enjoy in the books is Jessica explains the Collins. Like she explains what's going on a lot better than they do in the, in the movies. And I know, like I said before, it's a whole lot of information to put into a movie But they could have shown some better time jumps or included that small, important stuff to make it make sense to you. Right. Without me having to explain everything.
1: But overall, I will say that it's going to, it seems like it's going to turn out to be something pretty good. And I believe it'll fit into that type of, Twilight will be like a planet. It's not going to be like a universe for me. Right, right and i I can and and anybody that knows that you can go reference an episode that happened not too long ago to to understand what i'm saying with this so since i know that it has that planetary feel to it even though it has it it is a saga just Mm -hmm. like harry potter i will i can respect what it's doing because it's a different tie-in to being vampires and it's something that's very popular still is to this day i mean you still see stuff in um Outside of this, I've seen things like Seen It, Twitter. I mean, right? I said Twitter. Twitter. i Twilight. <laughs> I don't know why Twilight and Twitter just go together for some reason with me. But overall, great movie.
0: I'm glad you enjoyed it. All right. So we're going to take a break now. Um, depending on how long this is, we might throw it in with another episode. Because um, we like to talk a lot. So we'll probably do an episode for each book. Um, slash movie. So after you listen to the book, we might hop in. Or, I mean, the books might be a completely different episode altogether. Because I don't think y'all want to stand around for like an hour or two hours listening to us ramble.
1: I think we'll be able to figure it out.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: And on that note, this is the end of Sparrow's uh, under review for this portion. Um, when you hear this in its entirety, you will hear the next section will be maybe after I read, read the book, I'm going to go get me a set of headphones, and I will listen to it tomorrow at my leisure while I'm doing whatever I do in life.
0: So here's another commercial, and we hope you continue to listen.
1: I'm JR. And I'm Stacy. And this is Sparrow's Under Review. At this time right now, we have King Germ from Pie Saving My Marriage on our little bit we're doing with him for a quick little ad that we're going to throw in our show for him. So King John, please tell us real quick about your new show. Uh, thank you, JR for calling me. Uh, well, as far as my new show, it's kind of same as the old show. If you're not familiar with the old show, we was previously known as a broadcast, but we did some rebranding and now we're showing people how pride and saved our marriage It's basically think of all your TV couples. Uh, that's what you have with me and my wife. We don't always agree. We disagree most of the time. But that's where the magic comes from. Um, you can catch us every Friday um, on all DSPs. And hopefully you will come and listen and get entertained by us and sh- so we can show y'all how we are saving our marriage with podcasting. I can feel it coming in the air tonight. Oh, Lord. You ain't putting none of that in
0: anything.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody. I'm Jr.
0: and I'm Stacy.
1: And man, I, I just gotta tell you, this has been sort of like a, a burning, turning type thing <laughs> for me. I don't read. Uh, listening to an audiobook is like listening to a podcast. So that worked for me. I can do that for the rest of my life. I think everything. I going to need them to do instructions for to to build cabinets like that. But anyway. Um, Twilight, That's a movie we watched together. I ended yeah. up watching the second one today, but that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about the movie adaptation in the book translation.
0: Right, so you watched the movie first, and then I had you listen to the audiobook.
1: And let me tell y'all, I raced through the audiobook two days it took me. Right. I work long shifts. I get up early in the morning, so I need something to preoccupy my mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I might start reading a few different books, but anyway. So, I started reading the book. Four chapters in, you get a lot of information. Those four chapters would have taken, in movie time, though, at least 45 minutes. You get great detail about Bella. You get great detail about every other character in there. You you get a lot of character from everyone inside this book. It's so much development so fast. All, the only thing that I cringed on was there was a lot of emotional investment that she had to put into Bella because she was really going through some shit. And the shit that she went through there was not what was told and, and what I'm tying into is the actual attraction you understand it. Right. Because that bitch was spread across like five chapters. Like, and I don't right, know.
0: And I, I get that there's differences in movies and books but I was so disappointed in how they let them do this to the movies. And you understood what I was saying after you listened to the book.
1: Yes, in the you get character development for mm-hmm. every single character. It gives enough, um, let's use some literary terms, personification of these characters that I, I was able to have emotions for everyone. I learned about Emmett better. I learned about Jessica and the rest of the classmates a little bit better, except for the one dude that tried to hit her with the fucking car that dude, he was a lame, like, I'm just gonna say this about this, and even the guy that they had, got to play him in the movie, I do, that's the only thing that they got right <laughs> <laughs> first off. And, um, so I'm going through the book, you know, and, and I'm working at my job, so some of it's, it, it's, it, it's got a emotional attachment and a graphical attachment, because mm-hmm. you can close your eyes and see some of this, even if you watch the movie and then you read the book, because you right. got the character stuck oh, in your right. head. And, um, you learn more about the the Indian portion that ties into this, and about the later one monster you'll find out about later, and
0: I mean you can say whatever you want. If they haven't seen this movie or read the book by now, then they need to pause and go do all of that.
1: All right. Well, what I'm what I'm saying is, is um you know, Edward. You learn way more about him and about mm-hmm. his family, and it goes into such great te- detail that you understand the doctor even better. You the doctor, you get him. Um, and such a great element. And it's just like, you feel really good about them being vegetarians, which that means they just eat deers and shit. They probably should just eat animals. Yeah, they probably suck the blood out of bears too. They probably took the blood out of bears. Animals. Animals.
0: That's the difference. The vegetarian lifestyle in Twilight are those that drink the blood of animals instead of people. Or humans.
1: And going a little bit further into it, when um everything happens at the baseball game Mm -hmm. the baseball game was way more detailed and had more it had more of a story behind it like it made sense and then how
0: so basically the movie is rushed like it's really super rushed and it kind of makes bella out to be the the villain right in in your own sense or kind of not intelligent
1: Right, the, movie, the way the movies play out towards this book, this has to be the worst and I want to say this because I've gone all the way back, I told Stacy a story about 20 Leagues Under <laughs> the Sea so you know I read the books back in the day and everything. This has to be the worst adaptation this first movie. I, the second one I don't know yet because I ain't got the book yet.
0: It, it happens fast too. All of these movies are super fast. Watching them you think that they met one day, he took off for a little bit, came back the next day and then they fall in love and This happens and that happens, and it's all, like, in a very short span. Like, I get that you can't put that within a movie time frame that you need to, but I feel that there was just, like, smaller, important details that they should have put in these.
1: It's a lot of intricate stuff that ties in certain things, and certain things that I have cardinal knowledge of that I had no idea about. Right. Um, Certain—it was one mystifying thing of the opposition vampires, the three— to the Collins family, we get a, a story that I still don't believe was told in the movie about the... Is her name Anna? Alice. Alice and um, James. James, the evil vampire. I'm going to call him Christian from WWE because that's what he looked like on the movie. He did look like Christian for real. I'll have to show you a picture with the long hair. But anyway, and then that fight mm-hmm. between him and Edward, it is so vividly detailed the killing necessarily not, because you know right. you know how it goes down the book. That's one thing—the precision of how they're killed and things like that—they precise on that. The um, ballerina portion mm-hmm. was were there two totally different
0: right? Because like that's the thing that bothered me. Again, there's a lot of stuff that bothered me, but you have Alice and Jasper and Bella at a hotel. And they leave in the movie. But in the book, you have, they're at the hotel and then they go to the airport. Because she knows that she can't make a set plan because Alice will see what happens. So she kind of has to work around it. And I feel like that detail was kind of needed in the movie. Like, let me All right. explain Alice's gift.
1: And Alice's gift, like you said in the book, it was explained in a very vivid... I mean, Mm -hmm. it was very descriptive in how she could see things. And everybody's certain little things were. And in the escape portion of this with Bella, you learn more and you become more sensitive to Emmett.
0: Mm -hmm. Because
1: he's got a very caring and deep. He's got what I call a comfortable nature.
0: Right. It's that brotherly love going on there.
1: Right. So
0: It explains why they consider themselves a family where you don't get that in the movie
1: true so as my first review of a book because I ain't never reviewed a book (laughs) except for the reports we wrote which we all book reviewers when we were younger the book was very excellent in its execution Mm -hmm. the problem that happened to me is if I had read the book prior and watched 45 minutes of this movie I would have never watched the rest of these movies
0: right why do you think I chose this order watching the movie and then you can listen to the book
1: right and, and I tell anybody on audiobook, no matter what speed you read these books, these books can be about a two-day venture if right, you do it right. Right, we do
0: it like on 1.5 or something, right?
1: Yeah, I do it on two because I'm a fast. So
0: you're probably missing some.
1: Details, I'm not missing nothing. I hit it on that 1.5. No, it's like 1.75. I hit. I think ain't two. But Anyways, the thing is, great, great series starting off. Um, no, key thing that I will have to say here real quick. I have actually read the Divergent series and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So comparing it to a series a series, it's almost, it's a little bit more catchier than Divergent, but Divergent, we're still cool. You know, we might (laughs) need you as a sponsor one day, but I will say, as complex as it is, it's very good, because I mean, it was easier to read this than you trying to ask me to actually read a Harry Potter book. Right. (laughs) So, I guess on that that note, um, this experiment has been very uh, uplifting, using a lot of senses. I will say that
0: Right, and I mean, I enjoy this because, like I said, I recommend watching watching the movie, listen or read the book, and then go back and watch the movie again. Because each time you go back and you watch the movie, it makes more sense because you're able to fill in the different blanks that you were able to learn about in the books.
1: And I wholeheartedly agree with that. So on that note like always I'm JR
0: and I'm Stacy and we're going to take
1: a pause